Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader. 630 Chad. First intermission, Florida leading Toronto 1-0. And early second period, Islanders and Capitals are scoreless. Shots are just 7-3 for Washington. 8 o'clock tonight, Wild at Avalanche. Oilers were uh, off today. They play L.A. tomorrow at Rogers Place. 5.30 face-off show game at 7. Uh, went down to the Kings practice today. Stuck my mic in the uh, Todd McClellan scrum. We'll have a couple clips from him as we move along tonight. 780-496-0063 is how you can reach the old program. I've been telling you about a uh, bit of a, a impromptu debate I had to moderate today between a couple of friends of mine talking about the Oilers, positive Pam and negative Nally. Uh, I have one more point from each of them that, that I want to present here to the Inside Sports audience. But, Kellen, what do we have rolling in tonight? Mm, yes, for the, the, uh, the 14, 15, 16, whatever amount of listeners we've got tonight have a lot of feedback on both Nelly and Pamela's uh, correspondence from this afternoon. So we'll start with Luke, who says, Hey, Reed, tell Nelly the Oilers answered the defense question against Boston two weeks ago. They can play that playoff style. That is from Luke. Uh, well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we're Obviously, we've, we've gone through almost the entire season. And I said to Rob the other night after, uh, I think it was after the Arizona game, we know who the Oilers are. We know that they can play well defensively. They can get top-notch goaltending. But there are perhaps too many nights in which that doesn't happen. But on on nights that does happen, they can often get the three or four they need to win. And on on nights that it, it doesn't happen they often can still get, you know, the four or five or six maybe that they might need to win or get the game into overtime. I I, I do believe the Oilers are capable of playing tighter defensively. Uh, I thought last night there were, you know, there were some bounces both ways. I mean, that one puck bounced away from McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, Vegas scored, and then Nugent Hopkins got a bounce that went over a couple Vegas guys' sticks, and and he scored. So, you know, there were some funny goals along the way last night, especially in those first 10 minutes. But that's a, that's a fair point. You, you, you can look at the season and say, oh, well, the Oilers needed, you know, five in this game. They needed five in this game. But you can also find some other games. Uh, where you say, yeah, good, pretty good game in Boston. You know, when the Leafs were here, what, what did it wind up 5-2 when the Oilers were pretty much in control in that game? Give me another uh, text, uh, Kellen, and then we'll go to the phones. For sure. Uh, unknown text comes in and says, negative Nelly would point out the Oilers can't seem to win unless they scores five. Uh, positive Pam would say yes, but that would mean the other team needs six. Well, <laughs> that's that's a good point. There we go. Yeah. The, <laughs> All right, we got Dan seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hello, Dan. Hi. I'd love to tell an interesting story involving Leon Dreisaitl. Sure. Okay. My father-in-law was a Hall of Famer coach in Germany. He coached a man when he was a young guy called Peter Dreisaitl. 
which just happens to be Leon's dad. Yep. Okay, now, I just happened to marry his daughter. <laughs> and okay. I was his first girl. What a small world. So the, the coach's daughter, the coach was known as Oli to everybody over in Germany. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's now passed away. I thought that was a really small world situation. Okay, so so your wife, your wife, your father-in-law coached Leon's dad. Right. Right. Okay. So did you ever did you ever meet Peter Dreisaitl along the way, or no, did it not I, I match never, up? I never did. I only found out about this about five years ago. Oh, okay. When uh, my dad or father-in-law was like eighty-five, and he commented about. Uh, he spoke very poor English, and I speak zero German, so communication was a bit rough. But he commented about Leon Dreisaitl. He had a picture of on a sports magazine on his desk, and uh, because, of course, he was a sportsman his entire life, um, he uh, made a comment about the best player in the world. And I said, well, he plays with the Oilers. Did you know that? Yeah, 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 he knows that. You know, he knew right. that. <laughs> And uh, anyhow, if you ever look it up, his, his name was uh, Ladislav Oleni. He was known as Oli. He, okay. He a young man. He played for the Soviet team as a young man and then moved to Germany and coached his entire life until he was 70. Very incredible guy. I, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'll check that out. And, and who knows, right, maybe some of his, uh, I he mean, if he, passed, if he passed things on to Peter Dreisaitl, Peter Dreisaitl probably passed some of those things Exactly. On, on to Leon, also, right? So he also did summer conditioning camps and coaching for guys like Mark Messier, and he, he, there was a lot of um, NHLers that actually went over to Germany and did summer training there. Is this the gentleman that just passed away last June? Yes. Okay. So, oh, if people want to look him up, I, now I just briefly looked this up, so there's not a ton that I found. Yeah. O L E J N I K. Hey, that, Dan, that's a cool story. Who, now, whose side are you on? Positive Pams or negative Nellies? <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> well, you missed the first half hour of the show, eh? Yeah, I did. Well, <laughs> don't turn your radio off. I'm going to recap. I just got in my car. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you get in your car and turn on Inside Sports. That's very encouraging. That's awesome. a cool story, though, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, I thought so. Bye-bye. That is Dan, 780-496-0063. What else do we have coming in, Kellen? A few more text messages here. Uh, Robbie made me laugh at this one. Negative Nelly is depressing me, LOL. <laughs> oh, that's simply what he Well, said. that's all he said. All right. <laughs> Uh, that one made me laugh, so there we go. Uh, Armswar texts in and says, uh, negative Nelly isn't wrong. It's a very log- logical argument. Just watch. Refs won't give Edmonton a PP next game. LOL. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, they only gave him three last game. They just scored on all of them. Mm-hmm. And one more text doesn't, pers- uh, uh, you know, uh, we're talking posit- positive Pam, negative Nelly, and the discussion you had with them earlier in the day. Uh, this text uh, kind of loosely with the Oilers here, but this one also made me laugh. It's from Tyler. Uh, he texts in and says, Reed, if Hyman hadn't had seven goals called back this season, where would he rank in the team scoring race? He'd have seven more points. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well, I think I think he would still be in the same spot, wouldn't he? Now, and and I I would imagine that those goals have probably cost Drysaitel and Nugent Hopkins and uh, McDavid some assists along the way. 
Yeah, Hyman would still be fourth. If we just gave him those mm-hmm. seven goals and didn't give anybody else points, he would go from 78 to 85. Because right now the scoring is on the team is McDavid, Drysdale, Nugent Hopkins, Hyman. Technically, Tyson Berry is still fifth, but Darnell Nurse is fifth uh, for players who are still on the team. Nurse got the 41 points last night, and he's, he's plus 19. He's having a pretty good year. Yeah, they just got Hyman... If, if not for that darn video replay, he'd, he'd have 40 goals. But unfortunately, we do have it. Okay, 780-496-0063. Yeah, so if you're like Dan and I have to do a recap, it's, it's like a TV show. Previously on Inside Sports. In the last half hour on Inside Sports. So I'm having a, a, a nice uh, little, uh, you know, it was, it was more of a bruncheon, Kellen. It wasn't quite a lunch. It wasn't a. It was a little more formal than a brunch, though. It was a bruncheon. Gotcha. With positive Pam and uh, negative Nelly, because uh, there was a lot of jam on the table. I just feel when there's that many jams, it's a little more formal. Like there was tomato jam and like bacon jam. There's a lot of jams, and I'm, I'm having my pumpkin spice latte. So they they were debating back and forth, and uh, negative Nelly says, "Look." Negative Nelly says, fine, positive Pam. All, all, let's go with your argument that the Oilers are a, a pretty good team and can outscore their problems and Matthias Ekholm is going to change the world and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Negative Nelly says, positive Pam, I'll, I'll even grant you, though I don't agree with it, but I'll, I'll even grant you that the Oilers could very well win the Western Conference. And then Negative Nelly says, have you seen the teams on the other side of the draw? Five of the top six teams in the league, Negative Nelly says, are in the Eastern Conference. You got Boston, who hardly ever lose. You got Carolina, who hardly ever lose lately. You got New Jersey, maybe the upstart team of the year. They're the top three. And then you got the New York Rangers with their aforementioned star goaltender, and they just brought in Patrick Kane. And then you got the Toronto Maple Leafs, who you think are going to break through eventually. And then Negative Nelly says, I'm not even mentioning the team. That's won the Eastern Conference three consecutive years, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are maybe a little lower down in the standings, but are as dangerous as anybody. So Negative Nelly says, that's great, Positive Pan. Maybe the Oilers can win the AAA conference in the NHL. They ain't winning against one of the big boys out of the East. So that's what Negative Nelly says. Negative Nelly says, no, Negative Nelly, who doesn't even think the Oilers are going to make the Stanley Cup final, but she says if they somehow do, they're doomed. And Positive Pam says, okay, you know what, Negative Nelly? We've talked about the, the goalie and the, and the power play and some of the players and some of the defensemen. And Positive Pam says, I'm going to give you another person who has a huge impact on this team. He's the guy who's coaching the team. And Positive Pam says, watch out for the woody wizardry. And Positive Pam says, Nelly, how can you possibly ignore that since Jay Woodcroft took over as the head coach of the Oilers last February, they've gone 69-32-12 for a 664 points percentage. And Pam says, you want to compare the Oilers to the teams in the East? Okay, since Woodcroft's been the head coach, the only teams with a better points percentage are Boston and Carolina. That's only two teams. And then Positive Pam throws this at Negative Nelly, and I was surprised she had this stat in her back pocket. Credit to her. She says, Jay Woodcroft's points percentage as the Oilers head coach is 664. Glenn Sathers was 616. 
And I have to admit, I saw negative Nelly's jaw drop just a little bit. So that's a summary of the back and forth I witnessed today and somewhat had to mediate positive Pam and negative Nelly discussing the Edmonton Oilers. It was fun, Kellen. It was, it was spirited. It made my brunch and go a little quicker. It's the time of year to be discussing that type of stuff. It's the time, too, of, it's the time of year for uh, playoff-oriented brunches with your friends. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'd rather us be discussing this other than the odds of getting Connor Bedard. We'll put it that way. This is uh, this actually, is way more I, fun. I, I, did I find several seasons with uh, lottery odds and uh, and fixing the team and when are they going to make the playoffs. This is better. Mm-hmm. By the way, Florida. While I was telling you about uh, Nelly and Pam, Florida and Toronto, the Leafs scored a goal, which has since been overturned on video review. Panthers coach Paul Maurice was extremely animated on the bench. and he, it, it, Now, he successfully challenged the goal, but he appeared to be yelling at his own players as much as, uh, as, much as anybody. He was uh, really fired up about something. This, if you didn't see it live, it'll be on the highlights tonight because that was... Uh, he, he was like red-faced and, you, you know, snot flying and everything. Well, maybe not snot flying, but it looked like snot could fly. Uh, so... Anyway, the goal didn't count. It's still 1-1, and now the Leafs are on a power play because Florida took a penalty shortly after that. Kelly Rudy is coming up. We'll get a uh, L.A. Kings perspective from Daryl Evans, one of their analysts. He's always good to have on the show. And longtime Edmonton sports writer Curtis Stock will be on a little bit later on. He's written a new book called The Turcots, The Remarkable Story of a Horse Racing Dynasty. If you want to jump in now and let me know whether you're a Pam or an Ellie, 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, I'm Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chat. Connor McDavid with the best offensive season by an Edmonton Oiler not named Wayne Gretzky ever. As uh, McDavid up to 143 points, Gretzky topped that total a few times, but uh, nobody else has ever been that high for the Oilers still with seven games to go. All right, 780-496-0063. Kellen, go ahead. Yes, uh, more written correspondence, so here we go. J-Rock texts again and says, Positive pants all day. <laughs> I think she, I think he meant to say positive Pam, but it came across as positive pants. Well, positive pants uh, are also very important. <laughs> and he also adds, he's, man, we lived through a decade of being out of the playoffs by Christmas. Now we are a bona fide playoff team on the cusp of cup contender making moves. And then he puts in parentheses trades to push for it all. Two of the best players in the league. I'm over the moon. Oh, and I have been advocating for nurse all year. People be crazy lol that's from j-rock uh well now i can't get positive pants Uh, that's another i think that's a clothing line we should start kellen (laughs) 
maybe tell Pam that, and she well, can do the positive pants. The positive, positive Pam, Pam could wear positive pants. Yes. Well, I already have worry pants, so now we can have positive. It's pants. a little alliteration, but yeah. you know, alliteration's cool apparently now. So there we go. That's uh, that, I, yeah, that's good good stuff. What else do we have? Uh, an unknown text in uh, says, "Great show, Reed." Uh, oh, actually, sorry, he put his name at the bottom. This is from Doyle and Birchwood. He says, "Great show, Reed." Enjoyed Pam and Nelly banter. Uh, the segue to both goaltenders have to be up to snuff if they expect to drink from the hallowed Stanley Cup. Talk of improved defense and fewer goals against is an ongoing concern. And by the way, the last game over Vegas last night was awesome. That again is from Doyle in Birchwood. Did we have? Uh, he's written in before, right? Did, yeah. Did we figure out where Birchwood was? I believe we did. I just can't remember where we I thought ended it was up south. <laughs> I thought it was southwest mm-hmm. of Edmonton. He'll remind us. <laughs> and uh, we got one from Richard here who says that he's with Positive Pam. If I was a fan of another team and I was analyzing the Oilers, I would be feeling pretty confident of my team's chances against the Oilers. However, I am a fan of the Oilers and also feeling very confident from Richard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I said to Rob last night, look, when you get into the playoffs, there's, it's even the teams that are favored might, well, what, like, okay, what do you think they're going to win 55% of the series if there were a hundred? I mean, it's, it's close, but as I said to Rob last night and, and as Oilers fans, you, you probably watch most, if not all the games, you know, what's going on with the team, you know, the strengths and the weaknesses. And sometimes when it's the team you care about the most, you focus on the weaknesses more than the strengths. And I get that. But I, I think if you were the, of a fan of a team playing the orders, you'd have plenty to worry about. So I think you have to acknowledge that. That's right. For sure. Uh, and my page just is refreshing. There we go. Okay. We got one from Rick Ordo in, uh, Late on the text line. Ricardo or Ricardo? No, Ricardo. So R I C K O R D O. All right. So uh, Ricardo says this guy, negative Nelly, is really negative. Uh, I just think that the Oilers can rise to the occasion given the team that they are playing. I do have a little concern about L.A. For some reason, they seem to give the Oilers the most headache. And the last time I checked, it was a team from the Western Conference that won the Stanley Cup. And yes, Avs won it last year. They were the Western Conference uh, champions, right? So, Well, negative Nelly is quite negative, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Ricky, one more from uh, Ricky here on the text line. Negative Nelly and positive Pam sound like quite the couple. What would be the Oilers' 5v5 goal diff against the other 16 playoff teams as well as record? Oh, geez, I'd have to sort that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head. I could try to get the record during the break. I don't know if I'd be quick enough to get the, uh, the goal differential. That is a good question, though. I would guess they'd be... Well, I mean, they're, what, now 20 games over 500 for the season, so they, they should be uh, over 500 against the other playoff teams. So I, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll figure that out during the news. I don't know if I'll be able to do the goal differential. That That's a tougher assignment, but that is a good question. And that's it. we I, got I'm an empty inbox positive here, Pam so. didn't have that ready to go. Maybe, maybe it, it wasn't uh, convincing enough either way, so neither Pam nor Nelly... 
came up with it. But I will uh, I will do that yeah. during the news. And Kelly Rudy is standing by. Curtis Stock has a new book about the Turcots. I talked to Daryl Evans at the rink today as I went to King's practice. So we'll pop that interview in as well. And I'm happy to hear more from you at 780-496-0063. Nine minutes left in the second period. Leafs and Panthers still in a 1-1 tie. Though Toronto out shooting Florida 22-8. And as I told you, the Leafs had that goal called off uh, because of an offside earlier in the period. Paul Maurice was just uh, flipping out at his team on that play. Okay, back after the news and weather. Appreciate you tuning in tonight.